Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. Uh, just so you know, first of all, later on in the show, Will is going to be joining me for a special segment. Um, it was one he wanted to do, so stay tuned for that. Um, and just so you know, um, if politics isn't really your thing, then perhaps this episode is not right for you. Um, as... As it often happens, I didn't really plan, um, but I looked at the headlines and today kind of shaped up to be more of a political day. Um, in the next segment, we're going to talk about Notre Dame burning, um, and, and what kind of ramifications, <laughs> wow, <laughs> what kind of ramifications that could mean. Going forward. Um, but to start us off, um, let's talk the Mueller report. As we all know, um, a few weeks ago, William Barr, or first, a few weeks ago, Robert uh, Mueller actually finished um, his investigation and report. And submitted nearly 400 pages to the Department of Justice. Between Friday and Sunday, William Barr, the new Attorney General, somehow was able to condense that down to four pages and really only two words made it out no collusion. And frankly, I don't know how that happened. Um, it seemed really, really odd that he was able to that he was able to decipher decipher this and get the report down to four pages where it said no collusion, mostly because. The Mueller team actually came out and said, we never said no collusion. Um, He also said that there was no obstruction. And again, they took issue with that and said, we never said no obstruction. What we said is we're deferring the decision to the attorney general and the attorney general's office. Um, So now the full Mueller report is going to be released even in its eradicated form. So what this is going to mean going forward is uh, on, thir- on Thursday um, I'm trying to figure out the date like April 18th I believe we are supposed to get some version of the Mueller report. Um, when I say some version what I mean is It's going to be the Mueller report, obviously, but it's going to be so heavily eradicated that we're not sure what exactly is going to be in it. Um, Not only what's going to be in it, but um, what what they're taking out, why they're taking it out. Um, Barr said that it's just going to be stuff... um, 
that people who were investigated but weren't charged. But that being said, we we all know that the investigation centered around Donald Trump and the Donald Trump campaign, and he wasn't charged. So what's the point of releasing that if you're not going to release everything? Um, and both sides are gearing up for a huge battle because um, Trump staffers and Trump world is very concerned. Excuse me. The Trump world is very concerned that he wasn't exactly exonerated as they claimed. In fact, they're saying maybe, just maybe, they jumped the gun a little when they said he was exonerated. Um, and they're worried about um, one, one piece of the report that has started making the rounds saying that, yes, Russia did actually interfere in the election, and yes, Russia did help Trump win, and that people from the Trump campaign worked with Russia for all of this. But what they can't prove is that there was a conspiracy. Um, because collusion by itself is not a crime. So what, what they're actually saying is that they can't prove that there was a conspiracy that... They actually feel like the people in Trump's orbit are too dumb. And so they weren't acting in a criminal manner. More that they're... More that... um, more that they're, they were unwitting accessories to all of this. Um, and so that's, uh, I don't know, that, that's very interesting. Um, we're going to keep on top of the Mueller report. And I will be right back. And I'm back. Um... So this is, for me, this is one of the kind of feel-good stories um, that I think is just really cute. Um, Jimmy Carter and Donald Trump had a phone call this past weekend where they talked about, among other things, Trump's um, trade war with China. And Jimmy Carter has, for the most part, I mean, he stayed very active, obviously. Um, and he's, on top of staying active, he's also been very, very um, um, quiet in terms of, in, in terms of Trump. We know he doesn't like him. Um, but he's not really said anything bad about Donald Trump. So, but Jimmy Carter is probably the best example of a Christian um, we have living today. Um, he loves everyone. He 
he's very, very um, kind and loving towards all people and not just the ones he likes or whatever. And, you know, here's the thing. Jimmy Carter has lived a life where he doesn't need to be outspoken anymore. He doesn't even need to tell us when he talks to somebody. The fact that he does is is a courtesy more than anything else. Um, so, there's that. So, anyways, so he talked to Donald Trump about um, Trump's trade war with China. And this is... Um, apparently, he wrote a, a letter or... In the words of Trump, a quote-unquote beautiful letter um, about the trade negotiations with China. Um, Trump says that they had a very good telephone conversation about... um, Trump's stance about his stance on trade with China and other topics. Um, a White House spokesperson said the president has always liked President Carter and First Lady Rosalind Carter and extended his best wishes to them on behalf of the American people. Um, and Carter has been kind of talking about this in Sunday school a little bit. Um, and he said, uh, he started talking about Um, why he, because he's credited with normalizing relations with, with China. And he said, and do you know why? I normalized diplomatic relations with China in 1979. Since 1979, do you know how many times China has been at war with anybody? None. And we have stayed at war. And again, this goes back to the type of person that President Carter is. Um, he's a very nonviolent person. He's very um, diplomatic, very um, just a very kind person. I, I'm t- I was trying to think of another another adjective there, and I I really failed. <laughs> but in any case, in any case, um. There was a lot of talk about why this is a good thing, why, you know, why we should be doing this, why we should have a normal relationship with China. And the truth is, we need to have one because they're one of the superpowers. And frankly, I'm not sure that we could beat them should it ever come to that. You know, I'm not sure that we could, um, should we ever actually go to war? I think we would lose. I, I'm, I actually really feel like we're losing the trade war. Because, you know, how are we winning? Um, and that's the thing, like, how are we actually winning right now? Uh, I don't see it, but, you know, maybe I'm biased.
Or maybe I'm right. <laughs> In either case, I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So, um, Notre Dame was burning. I'm sure that at some point, Will is going to want to do another segment with me. Probably about Notre Dame burning. Um, he, he, he and I were talking about it all day today. Um, with, with a group of our friends. So, like I said, I, I fully anticipate him wanting to speak more about it. But, until that time comes, um, I'm gonna just go over the very basics with what we know right now. Um, at some point this afternoon, um, allegedly, during construction, something, something, um, I don't know, I don't necessarily want to say blew up, but something, um, caught fire. And it nearly devastated the 850-year-old iconic symbol um, of Christianity, of of Paris. Um, Notre Dame is just as much part of Paris's identity as the Eiffel Tower. As the Eiffel Tower is. This is why I can't do "quote unquote" hard news. <laughs> um, Investigators have said that they don't believe it was an act of terrorism, that they don't believe it was arson. They believe truly that this was an accident. Um, so a couple things that we know for sure at this point. Um, this, this fire um, burned. Most of the um, concrete statues and everything are fine. A lot of the artwork had been removed due to the renovations that were happening. So a lot of that is fine. Um, what we don't know is what caused the fire to actually happen. Um, we don't know... Um, we don't know... Um, What, um, what the extent of the damage is. We do know that the cathedral will not be completely devastated. Um, there's going to have to be a lot of work put into it. Um, but President Macron, um, said that rebuilding Notre Dame is going to be one of the highest orders of business, Because it is such an iconic landmark. Um, He he let it be known that there is nothing that is going to stop him from making sure that this is one of the priorities. Um... Not only of his administration, but of Paris as a whole. Or of France as a whole, I should say. Um, Celebrities and others started tweeting out. um, A lot of people... And if you haven't seen the images, 
go to go to the um news stations, ABC, NBC, CBS. They all have these pictures, and let me tell you, they are heartbreaking. And oh my gosh, like I looked at them, and I was just, I was just completely stunned. Um, and I don't say that lightly. Like I don't say that. Uh, be dramatic like you look at these pictures you see the fire licking up up towards the sky and destroying this symbol destroying this um, uh, this landmark and the only thing I keep thinking is you know that could be that could be any number of places here in the United States um a few a few years ago after I stopped working at the Natural History Museum, there was a small fire there and you know, people really freaked out about that. And this was a devastating fire that took firefighters quite a few hours, um at least three, but probably more than that, to get under control and get it contained enough to where they can safely say that there's not going to be um, that you'd safely say that it's not going to be completely destroyed. Um, and just like I said, it, go look at those pictures. And while you do that, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come right back. And I'm breaking my break just to, um, I just want to tell you that Georgia Ingle. Best known for the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, and um, this decade, she's probably most well known for um, being a supporting player on Hot in Cleveland with Betty White. Uh, has passed away at the age of 70. Um, causes are unknown. She was a Christian scientist um, and did not consult doctors. Uh, a as far as I can tell, authorities do believe that it's natural causes and not um, foul play or anything like that. I don't know what else to say other than rest in peace, Miss Ingle. Um, you know, you brought a, a lot of people a lot of joy for many years. Um, I I guess that's. I don't know. Um, that I, it's very sad news. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. And as promised, I have brought Will with me. Hello, everyone. It's producer Will. And he he brought production notes for some odd reason because he knows I'm never going to use them. They're for me, not for you. <laughs> I just accepted it at this point. I accepted my fate. And I'm not even drinking. Happy birthday, I guess. Why would anyway. It, why wouldn't I be drinking on my birthday? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you say so. Anyway, I'm here to bring you the congressional lowlights from this past week. Because if we did all of those as they came out, we would never have enough time to do all to do anything else. None of the uh, juicy tidbits that Ed works so hard to bring to you all. He admits I work hard. Treasure this moment. 
Oh, I have it on audio now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'll just let that pass without comment. Earlier on Tuesday this week, the House Oversight Committee met to discuss the effects of climate change on the, Uni- on the United States military preparedness. Basically, um, Representative Cummings had brought together a panel of military of military leaders, analysts, and the National Security Director to discuss how climate change is going to affect ba- our bases around the world. Notably, um, National Security Director Dan Coates reported that climate change would likely fuel resource competition and migration and lead to increased tension between states. And the commander of North Carolina's Camp Lejeune reported that climate change had already impacted Marine Corps readiness through massive flooding. Big surprise. Yeah. um, Imagine that. uh, Rising sea levels affect your ability to conduct operations around the sea. But anyway, that's not the focus of today's segment. The focus of today's um, segment is Republican Representative Thomas Massey, who was one of a crowd of Republican representatives who hijacked the meetings to... um, question the validity of climate change and scientific consensus, insult and belittle the witnesses on the panel, and smear AOC. You know, because because they need to do that in everything, every time. In, in other words, it was another day in Washington. It was another day in Washington. Massey, however, made headlines because while John Kerry was presenting on the panel, Massey jumped in and asked him to explain his education. If he had a science degree... For the record, John Kerry has a degree in political science, which he earned at Harvard. But, you know, Republicans don't like Harvard because smart people go there and they only elect dumbasses. Well, kind of a weird story on that. Massey himself graduated from MIT with a degree in mechanical engineering, a master's in mechanical engineering, in fact, which... um, I'm going to be honest, after what happened this week sort of makes me suspect we have another college admissions scandal on our hands. I wonder if Lori Lachlan paid like $5 million to get him in. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Massey, um, when Kerry explained that he had a liberal arts degree, Massey said, oh, so it's not a science degree. It is a pseudoscience degree. How appropriate that we have a pseudoscientist here presenting pseudoscience. Just like a pseudo-representative hijacking a real hearing yeah anyway um he saw there he was roundly mocked for this stupidity largely because well Kerry was presenting evidence collected by actual climate scientists and thus his own his own proficiency with climate science didn't really matter to the discussion uh fun fact about Massey climate Climate science is not actually Massey's area of expertise, so by his logic, he shouldn't be commenting on it either. Nevertheless, Massey later took to Twitter to defend his actions, saying that... Kerry, actually, when I asked Kerry if he had a science degree, he, he said no, but it wasn't picked up by his microphone. And the only reason this isn't a uh, huge win for me and my caucus is that the left, the left, you can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes, the left seized on this misconception to make me look bad. 
I think that he made himself look bad, but you know, this is Trump's era and everything is the left's fault. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So I guess we know that Jim Jordan had the brain cell this week. <laughs> well, at least for that hour. Yeah. Well, the brain cell in this case referring to the one brain cell that the House Freedom and Liberty Caucus share between all of them. <laughs> Are we sure it didn't get damaged by them drinking or something? Um. I'm not really sure. How could you damage it more than it already is? Touche. Like, like if I if I take a sledgehammer to a car that has just been totaled in an eight-way pileup, I've technically damaged it. But that doesn't really matter very much in the grand scheme of things. This is this is very true. <laughs> anyway, that's week's this week's congressional lowlights. Here's hoping we won't. Uh, I won't. They won't give me an excuse to appear on the podcast next week. They will, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go, and I will be right back. And I'm back. Uh, another, this is another topic where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that um, Will may want to chime in and do a segment with me. Um, but again, until then, we're just going to talk about it ourselves. Um, Pete Boot Edge Edge. I, and I'm not going to say his last name again because I completely botched it. Um, anyways, Mayor Pete, as he is commonly known, has officially entered the presidential race. Um, if, he did this on April 17th. I'm sorry. April 14th. I'm going into the future somehow. <laughs> um... He made the announcement um, from South Bend, where he is currently mayor, and he wants to, he's ready to take on Donald Trump in the general election, but first he has to get through a very crowded field of Democrats to actually clinch the nomination. Um, At this point, no one um, is quite sure if he's going to be able to do it. Um, in New Hampshire and, um, in New Hampshire and Iowa, he's actually done very, very well for himself. Um, he surged to third place in both. Um, New Hampshire, I believe he's getting 11% of the vote. And in Iowa, he's getting 9%. He's beating such heavyweight names as Senator Elizabeth Warren, Senator Cory Booker, um, Beto O'Rourke, who at one point was supposed to jump to the front line, um, front of the front runners. Um, at this point, he's trailing Senator Bernie Sanders and former Vice President Joe Biden. Um, now, just to be clear, Joe Biden has not a officially joined the race at this point. Um, He was supposed to make an announcement last year, and that was put off. Um, And he was supposed to... He he was supposed to make an announcement early this year, and he hasn't. Now, um, as some people are pointing out, there's still more... Just under a year left until the first primaries start taking place, and Joe Biden could just be waiting... And biding his time. 
I think the more likely scenario is um, he was waiting he's waiting for this uh, Me Too scandal that he's currently embroiled in to die down and see where the polls take him. Um, um, what I'm going to guess here, and this is going to be a very controversial guess, um, as much as I would love for Mayor Pete to get the nomination, I don't think he will. I think if Biden throws his hat in the ring, he will get it. Um, but what I'm, what I'm thinking is going to happen is because of Pete's very strong showing, and this is not a flash in the pan, ooh, look at me, I jumped, you know, to third place. He's actually sustained um, for quite a few weeks this momentum that he has going. Um, this could be a Barack Obama-esque come-from-behind story. And again, I would, I would truly love that because Mayor Pete is my candidate. Um, but objectively speaking, I'm going to guess that that's not what's happening at this point. Um, but I would, I'm going to venture a guess that he's going to be given a high-profile um, cabinet position. Uh, it could be something with... Um, that uh, um, something with the VA, it could it could potentially be um, uh, it could be the VP position. It could be um, I I'm blanking on the actual position title. Um, Secretary of State. I don't know why it took me so long. That's embarrassing. Um, but I, I could see him getting a really high, a really visible um, position, cabinet position. Um, should the Democrat, first of all, if he's not the Democratic nominee, um, should a Democrat win, I can, I can see him um, being put in one of those because he's very popular. Um, he checks all the boxes that progressives, progressives want. Um, including, even though he's a white male, he's also gay. Um, he's, um, religious, which isn't so important to, um, which isn't so important to progressive, progressives, but it would make him more palatable to, um, the more conservative, um, aspect of our, of our country. Um, he's young, and I think this is where, um, his biggest strength comes in. It's his biggest strength and his biggest weakness. He's only 38 years old. Um, so, if elected, he will be the youngest president ever. And... I think he'll be the first one with no kids um, in a very, very long time. I'm, I'm trying to remember, I think all of our presidents have had kids. So 
It'll be interesting not to have a first child for once. It'll be, it'll be really interesting to see who certain demographics decide to weaponize um, since they're not going to have the kids. Um, but that is a talk for when he actually wins the election. For now, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, tomorrow we'll return to our regularly scheduled gossip of stars behaving badly. Um, and until next time, cheers.